Welcome to Not Another Podcast, where I navigate life with the help of some friends. I'm Billy, glad to have you along. This episode marks the six-month anniversary, if you can call it an anniversary, from when I started Not Another Podcast. Six months to the day. I started it on 4th of June. It's now the 4th of December. So what I'm going to do is we're going to take a trip down memory lane and go through five of my favourite moments of Not Another Podcast so far. Ranging from episode number one all the way up to episode 20, this will be 26, all the way up to episode 26. I hope you're well, hope you've had a good week, hope you've been productive, hope you've managed to stay sane and safe during all of this COVID lockdown shenanigans. The UK are now out of their lockdown but into the harsher tier system so i don't know what i don't know what's worse but at least we're allowed to work (laughs) at least we're allowed to go out of the house or go to go and do things in groups rather than just be left on your own what i want to do with this episode i don't want to talk about i don't want to talk about pop culture i don't want to talk about the news don't want to talk about any of that firstly i just want to talk about how good does it sound now with an actual microphone rather than headphones it's taken me six months to get to this point but i tell you what it sounds crisp i quite like it get my late night sexy radio voice on i'll never do that again by the way for those who listen to that lockdown fm episode where i got into my late night sexy radio voice bag i still apologize it was absolutely cringy but anyway (laughs) firstly Before we get going, I want to give a massive, 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 massive thank you to everybody who has liked, who has shared, who has commented, who has followed, who has spoken about, who has thought about Not Another Podcast over the last six months. I am infinitely indebted to your kind words your time this has been of all the years this has been one of the most stressful years for a lot of people i am hugely hugely grateful for your ongoing support your kind words and like i said your time giving me 20 to 30 minutes of your week when you could give it to any do anything you could watch anything You can go and do anything with anyone, but you choose to listen to me ramble on about nonsense. It's hugely, hugely flattering and really, really humbling. So thank you so much. I want to thank the guests I've had on the podcast, the likes of my best mate, Joe, the likes of friend of the show. Now he's made two appearances, Andy, India, my sister, Grace, Tom, Georgia, (laughs) Charlie, Daniela from Podbooking, I could go to Sam, Sam Parker White from the White House. Uh, Honestly, you guys have all made this journey, one, so much easier, if I can say that, and I've learned so much through the conversations we've had about you, about myself, about 
a lot of different things. I'm so grateful for you guys to take time out of your busy days to come and chat to me on my little old podcast. So thank you so much. Lastly, this isn't the end. I've got so much more that I want to do with this podcast. I've, I've, I mean, I've bought a mic. I don't want to waste it by now leaving it in the side because I've given up. Let's get to a year. I want to see what this looks like after a year. I'm going to look to grow it, look to develop the podcast, look to increase the content. Lockdown FMs are coming every week as well if you want a bit of radio and a bit of music. But let's let's kick on from here. The only way is up, as that cheesy song would say. <laughs> How this episode's going to work is we're going to go through my top five favourite moments from not another podcast from fifth to first i've tried to go for moments that i could go for the soppy moments i could go for i wanted to go for i wanted to go for some funny moments because these compilations are quite only quite good when they're funny so i've picked five of my favorite funny moments you can call them funny most of them are one of them isn't well one it could be funny to people but anyway really in really looking forward to releasing this really looking forward to reflecting on the favorite moments and these different moments in my life and in the podcast life but without further ado let's get into it fifth place is the first minute of my first ever episode i think this has to be the right place to start off I've said a few times where the amount of times I had to record the first episode, I recorded it, I think it was about three times and deleted it three times. And on the fourth time was when I released it. Looking back on it, it's so, so awkward. Like, oh my days. It's really bad. <laughs> it's really bad. It's it's quite good to look back on because it's the start of a journey. But my God it's like full of ums and ahs and really i just i basically just banter myself off for 20 minutes talking about things lockdown has taught me if you want to go check the episode out feel free but i'm going to play the first minute of episode one for you guys to reflect on with me so number five in my top five not another podcast moments is my first ever episode things lockdown has taught me Welcome to episode one. I uh, hope you enjoy. Um, this could be an interesting one. A little bit like a car crash, really. <laughs> but I guess with all car crashes, everyone slows down to see what's happened. So strap in and witness. This could be uh, this could be interesting. You're probably wondering why I've started a podcast or wondering why you're actually listening, for that matter. Uh, I can't. I don't have the answer for the latter, but I'll answer the first one. <laughs> um I've been an avid listener of podcasts over the last few years. Um, I've listened mainly to Joe Budden, Joe Rogan, Dissect, True Geordie, just to name a few, really. I enjoy the debates, the laughs, and just how relaxed the environment is. I enjoy just that they can just have conversations and have easy debates. Oh my god, listening back to that has been, <laughs> that's been so awkward, bloody hell, 
But what we're going to do is we're going to go into my fourth place. Fourth place is The Talent Show. If you've not heard about The Talent Show, it is where I spoke in episode seven of a little little bit about me. We, I basically just shared and I overshared for 25 minutes. And this story was one I wasn't planning on sharing, but it slowly just came to the forefront because I was in the, like I said, I was in the mode of sharing and I told a story that I'd not told anyone before. This story was the story where I performed James Blunt, You're Beautiful, that you're beautiful, that one, I've lost all my singing voice, I performed it at a school talent show when I was in year four, in front of the entire school, so, such an awkward memory, but I have to look back and laugh at it now, I've been absolutely slated for putting this in, (laughs) I had voice notes get sent in to me, I had messages as soon as people heard it, I was like, yeah, I just, just have to own it, James Blunt, if you're listening, thank you for this memory. Still a tune, actually. Still a banger. But this is the fourth place in my favourite, not another podcast moments, The Talent Show. This has just come to my head. I've, I don't think I've actually told many people about this. Danny, whatever, we'll do it. Uh, I was in year four and... I performed, when I was in year four, I performed alongside one of my classmates at the school talent show. Like, oh God, this is, this is so awkward. Oh, cringing. Um, We sang, we (laughs) Oh, Billy, you idiot. Uh, (laughs) So we sang uh, that, remember that James Blunt song, You're Beautiful? fuck's sake uh, <laughs> yeah we sang that um and i remember like the performance we had one microphone we didn't like take tur- we took turns but we both just almost frozen in fear just holding the microphone at right at the back of the stage we absolutely smashed it for those wondering got our four yeses went to judges houses and all that <laughs> god I didn't even, uh, oh, I don't actually think I've told my friends about that. Yeah, they'll find out. Anyway, <laughs> we'll move on. Number three is, number three is my, one of my favourite travel stories. This is called Banjul Belly. So Banjul Belly, for those who don't know, it's kind of like Delhi Belly. And all the barley belly and all the different kind of <laughs> stomach bugs, you can, I will call it, that you can get whilst eating food abroad. This was my experience with the Gambian edition of the deli belly, barley belly, is called the banjul belly, which is, banjul is the capital of the Gambia. And the belly, <laughs> the banjul belly I received was, it came at an unfortunate time. It came as I was stood with the guys I was working with in a school in the middle of nowhere, about an hour away from our hotel. And it struck about two hours, two and a half hours before I could get anywhere near a toilet. 
and I spoke about how I was feeling. I was with Sam and Andy. This was on episode 13, Things the Gambia Taught Me, when I had Sam and Andy join me as they shared their experiences of the same trip that we went on. And I spoke to them about my experiences with Banjo Belly and how I was feeling, how I tried to find a toilet in a Gambian school, which turned out to be... It didn't, it didn't turn out to be a toilet. It turned out to be a chair with a hole in it in the corner of a courtyard. <laughs> so I, lo- I would have lost all my dignity and all my self-respect if I went and dropped deuces in this in this Gambian makeshift toilet. What, it was such a funny conversation, such a reflective conversation. I have to share this as my number three. So third place, enjoy this, the story the next few minutes. This is Banjul Belly. But the, I think for me, the funniest example I can think of for linking kind of food and the stomach is uh so there's this thing in a lot of places but in gambia they called it banjo belly and and they said one in five people will get banjo belly so i was thinking in the week i'm cool calm one in five i fancy my chances here and if anyone was gonna get it it'd be me yeah everything (laughs) see i I was thinking okay cool I'll, i'll be all right i don't really much i'm cool but then, like, four days... No, this is, like, near the end, actually. We were at that last school where we gave the bottles out. Mm. And the belly, the banjo First belly movement. hit. Oh, yeah. you know? And, like, I was, like, thinking, oh, what's happening here? Like, belly's a bit sore now. Kind of part... Like, just carried on. About half hour later, it gets worse. And you only kind of start, like, sweating. And then I'm, <laughs> then I'm like, I keep, kept going. I kept, like, going for it. And I was feeling a bit, feeling a bit ropey. So, you know, in like desperate times hit, I went to the principal of the school and I was like, excuse me, have you got, I went, have you got, have you got a toilet? And the guy, the guy was like, um, the guy was like, yeah, yeah, no worries, just, just back there, through that door. I went, oh, nice one. And I went back, I went out to the back, right, to this toilet and literally it was like, all it was, it was like, (laughs) it was like a courtyard with a chair and a hole in the chair. <laughs> oh my god! And I, I got I got back there and I was like, I can't do it. I can't absolutely do it. Not. I absolutely I cannot do it. And I was then thinking in my house, thinking we're going to be here for like, we're not going to be at the resort for another like two hours. But then wasn't there a delay in us leaving? Because yeah, yeah. I think Akil popped <laughs> into the to the school mosque for some prayer, so we hung around for a bit. Um, so he could do his thing and we just chilled out but obviously you're struggling at this point <laughs> and you're like come on Akil let's have a quick chat and you know have a like quick like chat with him today and uh, let's get a move oh, on <laughs> it was like, got, you know, we got finishing off sessions we are handing out stuff and I was like brilliant we'll do all this but back in my head I'm like I really have to go and um, was going, going through everything do, gave all the bottles out got in the car and they were taking a bit of time and I was thinking like come on Come on, and you know, like, because the, there's no roads really in Gambia. Oh, no. there's, there's main roads, but there's like literally you'll go, you're bumping, Dust. you're going up and down, your car's kind of tipping side to side, which is not doing any good for the old belly. Yeah, and I was, we were in that car, it felt like I don't know how long it was, it felt like an hour, hour and a half. And but it might have been only 10 minutes, but it felt like an hour and a half. And I remember getting, getting there, I was. 
you know, your composure start to get, you're almost getting upset because you're feeling, <laughs> like, <laughs> feeling so like, come, oh, come on, I need to get home. I'm getting the poo tears. Got, got, got... <laughs> <laughs> the poo tears. <laughs> <laughs> and then, oh, and then got back to the resort and I remember like we parked and I was like, give me the I fucking keys the key. now. Yeah, I think I had the key. <laughs> and I was like, right, there's the key. Give and me the... And, uh, and, I was, and it was gone. Like, Billy, Billy. Billy Dash was Usain, Usain ready. That was it, Billy <laughs> Bolt. his way back up to the room, Billy Bolt. Oh, and, I was literally uh, gone. Yeah, safe to say, because we were rooming on that week, and safe to say I didn't didn't follow you straight into the room. <laughs> <laughs> gave, it, gave it to I minute. gave that a wide berth. Yeah. <laughs> but honestly, like, from being so naive and thinking, nah, nah, I'll be all right, cool, just go and do whatever, and then it hits, and I'm like, oh, oh. my God. I mean, you did well to keep it in, to be fair. Honestly, I'd have had to leave set. I think I'd have to leave the country (laughs) if I I went in that courtyard. It would have been like Game of Thrones. Shame. Shame. Imagine that that going in the courtyard going, right, guys, we have to go now. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God. Honestly, shout out to Banjo Belly. Oh my god. Shocking. Shocking effort from me <laughs> with the old banjo belly. Second place. This was close. This was this was close to being number one. So what I chose as number one is pipped it. And this was the story of Johnny Quango. <laughs> so on my episode I did about things school taught me, I think it was episode four. I spoke about my experiences in school and the life lessons I learned through those experiences. And one thing I learned was about the story of a guy I named Johnny Quango. And Johnny Quango in this story, we were on a school trip going to Belgium. We were in about year nine. And we were on the coach in the Eurotunnel going to across to France and off to Belgium. I think we were on the way were we on the way back. Either way, it was either side. I don't really remember that side of it. But this person decided to stay on the coach as everyone got off to stretch their legs and proceeded to... Well, I'll, I'll let you hear the story. One of my favourite stories from my teenage years, one of the funniest things I've ever been a part of, had to be shared on the podcast, but it's just missed out on the top spot. It is my number two. Those who, those who went to Y Valley, <laughs> those who went to the same secondary school as me, this is for you. You'll know this person. If you don't know this person, we can chat and you can find out who it was. But, well, that, that's bang out of order. But anyway, this is number two in my favourite moments on Not Another Podcast and it's six month anniversary. This is the story of Johnny Quango. Now... Uh, this is the one the, I think the only reason I made this episode I think or this is if there was a um, if there was a podium this is gold medal contender this is up there I've labelled this this part sometimes you just don't see it coming <laughs> trust me we didn't but the guy involved almost did but, but anyway I'll get on to that Sometimes, though, from like the most unlikely source, you get the best moments. And I think that's why this was such a funny moment. Um, plus, it's just outrageous. 
So in year nine, we went on a school trip and we went to Belgium for this school trip. Um, uh, it was in uh, it was Ypres, I think it was called the place. Ypres, I think that's how you pronounce it. To be that's the area we went to. So we were going there to see like the World War memorials, and there was like an event going on, and we were there for the day. But a lot of us were really there for to go and get some like Belgian chocolate. It was it was great to be fair. Shout out Belgium. <laughs> but the story comes from the time we spent inside the Euro Tunnel. So to go from England to through to France and Belgium, go when you're on the coach, go through the Euro Tunnel. And we were like we were allowed to, when we got on the Euro Tunnel, we were allowed to walk around like our section just to stretch our legs and stuff because we've been cooped up on a coach for three hours. Um, me and the group of friends, we're walking around and then as we're walking back towards the coast, we hear this like commotion. Um, and as we hear this, like we hear this commotion like around the coach and we see a couple of teachers and surrounding kind of someone in our year who's got, who's got his head, against, head in his hands against the coach like he's been like crying. So right, what we'll do is we'll call him. <laughs> we're going to call this guy Johnny Quango. <laughs> so for the reference, please Google Lee Evans' sketch about he's like in a hotel and he talks about Johnny Quango right at the end of the sketch. It's oh, so funny. It'll make more sense as this goes on. But Johnny Quango, we'll go for him. We then, we found out what happened by people who were nearby. So what happened was, as everyone got off the coach to stretch their legs, Johnny Quango <laughs> has decided to stay put and use his time, use the time, like his spare time now, a bit of an opportunist really, as, as a teenage boy to, how do I put it? To, to crack one out, to choke the chicken, <laughs> to, to polish the banister. Ah, right, you get the drift. But, ah, oh, got one, playing pocket snooker. <laughs> right, nah, that's it, I'll stop now. That's it. <laughs> but anyway, you get it. He's, he's cracking on, right? And, <laughs> just thought of another one. As, he, as he's kicking into third gear. <laughs> oh, I mean, if no one else laughs, I'm gonna look, I've, I've made myself laugh. So yeah, he's cracking into third gear. He's gone. He's going for it, right? One of our teachers makes his way back onto the coach and spots him and calls him, <laughs> calls him out on it. And like as this happened, it spread like wildfire. This has gone to everyone within the space of about five minutes. And like on the way back home, when we get back on the coach, our teacher sits next to him. I guess. I guess to like stop him from doing it again <laughs> probably puts you off when you've got someone staring you down <laughs> but like just but like just thinking I just thought this right someone must have seen him through the window of the coach because like people were surrounding it the entire time but that might I guess that might have been his thing though but <laughs> but yeah I'm, I'm sure but yeah like, like I said right at the start of this bit I'm sure he didn't see it coming I mean, he probably did. And the teacher... <laughs> oh, God. And the teacher almost did, I guess, as well. But honestly, Johnny Quango, you absolute ledge. Johnny Quango, you absolute bloody legend. 
right, you've made it this far. Let's get number one on the road. But before we do that, if you've enjoyed this episode and enjoyed the last six months, please help out, help a brother out. Drop me a like on my Instagram post at notanotherpodcast underscore. Subscribe to the podcast wherever you listen to your podcast so you can get notifications to when we drop. Every little helps with that. If you can share this to your friends, share this to a friend who might enjoy it, it will mean a hell of a lot. Those small acts of kindness help small podcasts and creator spaces like mine. I was going to say influencer, but I was going to end up having to shoot myself. Can't say that. (laughs) I mean, no, 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 no. I'm not an an influencer. Um, Oh, my God, influencer. I have to start doing brand deals. I'll have to start, like, tagging my Starbucks cups whenever I go into uh, into Starbucks. But anyway, anything you can do to help push the podcast and promote it to new people, it will mean the absolute world. If you don't want to, no worries. But if you're feeling feeling like you need to do your daily dose of kindness, please put it my way. (laughs) Right. Number one, my favorite not another podcast moment has to be (laughs) from episode six, where I did things dating has taught me. It has to be spit in my mouth. This was probably the story that I've received the most messages about. It's the story that has... It's been the funniest to retell. I've never I've never said their identity. I don't think I ever could. It's not fair on them. <laughs> but this is the story of when I went on a date. This must have been about... Three, four years ago, I think something like that it was quite a while ago and yeah maybe about yeah about three maybe four years ago and this was a story of going on a tinder date all going well things progressing one thing leads to another back at as the words of nelly nelly said back in the day come on over to my place <laughs> shut up billy <laughs> I got the mic and I'm buzzing. I want to start singing. But so that was so it happened. Came on over, and then no pun intended. But then she, in the heat of the moment, asked me to spit in her mouth, and it makes me laugh even just to say it. I can't even say the word. But this is the story about how that came to be, and it's one of my favourite stories I've got. I've peaked at this, I peaked at episode six, I peaked then, we're 20 episodes later, I've never been able to top it, but that is my favourite, not another podcast moment, spit in my mouth, spit in my mouth, sorry, I just wanted to whisper into the mic, (laughs) but yeah, that's the moment, listen to the story. I've met, through Tinder to be fair, I've met some interesting people, Uh, some who've been great fun to be around, others not so much um and sometimes things just don't work out because of circumstance or timing or whatever but sometimes you just get in the car after dropping them home and you're like yep i'm never speaking to you again (laughs) this was one of those ones um so to set up the story 
we met for the date, watched the film, I don't really remember what it was, probably because it wasn't very good. Um, then we went for a drive, chatting and listening to music and stuff. Fellas, there you go, take notes, <laughs> giving away all my moves here. Well, to be fair, they've not got me anywhere, so save your paper. Um, but on this particular date, things were get going like better than anticipated. And one thing leads to another and we end up back at my house. Um, we'll pause for those who are under 18. Thank you for listening to episode six. I'll catch you later. Now that they're gone. Uh, <laughs> God, awful. Uh, things have gone pretty well. And you can imagine what's happening. I won't go into details, but we were we were cracking on, right? And before we get into it, I, I respect that people have certain things they like to do, fully respect it, just some things aren't for me. So things are happening and progressing and all of a sudden she whispers into my ear, spit in my mouth. At first, I'm, it takes me a few seconds to like register what she's just said. I'm like, did she? Nah, can't have done. Surely not. So I kind of carry on like nothing's happened. And she says it again. Spit in my mouth. <laughs> so now it's, it's real, right? Uh, I just look at her and say, are you joking? Which <laughs> in the handbook of Dirty Talk is on page number one of what you don't say. Uh, <laughs> lo and behold, I don't do it. I, I can't. But in my like overthinking state, I was like, how does one go about spitting in someone else's mouth? Like, this is someone's daughter. <laughs> how do I explain that if you meet the parents? Hey, I'm Billy. Nice to meet you. I've spat in your daughter's mouth once because your parenting or whatever <laughs> but like but also like what what technique do you go for like is it like a quick little one is it like in uh you know the film big daddy where they try and spit and make it touch the floor to, and come back up without breaking <laughs> or do you like do you or like do you go for it and you like cough up a big one and gob one in <laughs> god <laughs> oh that's disgusting but, but that was what I was thinking. Like, to, to verbalise it sounds mad. But, yeah, like, I safe to I can't even get words out. It's, it's safe to say, like, I didn't see her again after that. Probably for the best, to be fair. That would have tarnished my, like, dating CV. <laughs> in brackets. Tends to spit in mouths on occasion. Could never recover if I did it. But I think I learned a valuable lesson in engage the brain before acting. Uh, which saved me, to be fair, some self-respect. Shout out to her, though. <laughs> Someone's probably... <laughs> nah, I'm not going to say it. <laughs> God. Shout out to her. Fair play. That's my top five done. I hope you enjoyed it. I hope you had a bit of a laugh. I loved reflecting on that. That was so fun to check back on those. Like I said, if you've enjoyed, help a brother out. Give us a share on all your platforms. Spread the message, spread the word, spread the podcast. 
to whoever, to anyone who would want to listen. What I want to try and do is just broaden this out and give as many people some positivity to end what's been a pretty shit year. I mean, apart from this this six months, this has been a real positive in my year. But overall, it's not been the greatest of years, I don't think. But hopefully 2021 can come around the corner and decide to be a little bit better. What I want to do a Christmas giveaway. I want to do something for Christmas, celebrating my six months. So I've had a few ideas. But what I'm going to do is next week, I'm going to put the idea out to everyone. It's a bit of a giveaway, but it involves some episodes and some content and a bit of a bit. I'm going to tease it a little bit of a scavenger hunt, a bit of a podcast scavenger hunt. Putting out like small episodes, finding, giving you keywords and then doing a, almost like a next person wins on the keywords. Yeah, it doesn't make sense. So I don't really explain it, but that's the that's where I'm going with it. So hope you would enjoy that over Christmas. But thank you so much for getting to the end of another not another podcast episode. You are the you mean the absolute world. Even if you listen for five minutes, any little helps, and it's been absolutely massive. I feel personally, I've I feel I've grown in confidence. I feel I've learned things I never would have learned before. I've yeah, I've just had such an amazing journey. Oh, Billy, shutting up. Fucking hell, man. Um, yeah, before I start making an absolute tour of myself, thank you so much for getting to the end. Jesus Christ. Imagine getting emotional at a podcast. Childish. <laughs> Absolutely childish. But yeah, I've composed myself. Thank you so much for everything. Until Tuesday when Lockdown FM comes on or until Friday when the next podcast episode comes on, I'll catch you later and again in full late night radio voice. (laughs) Fuck off, Billy. But until then, I love you all. I'll catch you later.